Are we live? Yeah, B-Boy, we live. <laughs> <laughs> we are live, guys. Um, welcome to episode number two of the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB, and I've got... Victor Speck on, on the other side. Nice. We've got the crew on the other side, and you've got me here. Um, that didn't work out very well. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to... Um, <clears throat> Today, we're actually going to be doing something very interesting. Uh, we had our first podcast, and one of the key things that we forgot to do was we forgot to talk about the Bundesliga and Sierra. Ah, That's actually true. Yes. 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 That, that was not cool, man. Our our uh, Bundesliga fans and uh, Sierra A fans were messaging us in droves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we wish. Uh, so, anyway... Um, so today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about the Carabao Cup recap, the Super Cup recap, um, as part of our part one. We're also going to cover the Bundesliga, the Serie A recap, because we want to, you know, recap a couple of games that we covered uh, throughout the week. And um, we're also going to have a weekend preview. You know what I'm saying? All right. So let's go. Let's get things ready. And we're going to start. Right here. Okay, so Victor Speck. What's up? How was the game? Uh how was Carabao week for you guys this uh um this week? Um it was a good uh it was actually a good training exercise. You know? Damn. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think uh <clears throat> the the main the main goal of the of the Carabao Cup and the selection, the team selection was basically meant for fitness. This yeah. is what Lampard spoke about in the press conference. Mm -hmm. So I think he ticked off all the boxes in that, um, getting the team to play the right way. At first, in the first half, oh my God, <laughs> we probably would have considered like four or five goals if it wasn't for Willy Caballero. Caballero. And um, after he did that, kept keeping us in the game, then Tommy got his goal. And man, Kai Havertz was, I wouldn't say he was on fire, but he put in an inspired performance. I would call this basically like positive glimpses because obviously you're playing against Barnsley, you know, you know, five-time European champions and shit. But <laughs> <laughs> five-time European champions! <laughs> But oh, but really no. but really though, um, I, this was a pretty much a training exercise, nice. and it showed positive glimpses. Uh, Barkley even showed some 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 bits of what he could do as How well. This guy as, be showing um, some bits of what he can do for. Uh, he's been showing bits by bits, but I'm just waiting. How many years? I'm now? waiting for his bits to finally become full. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just needs to be consistent, right? That's, that's, that's it. it. That's yeah. it. And bro, like the he even had a chance mm -hmm. where Giroud slotted the ball over to him like a FIFA pass, oh, like in Giroud. in the in the penalty box, a, yeah. a, a pass right to Barkley like and Barkley goal. And Buckley missed the open net. Damn. Yeah, he missed it. So, um, so, so is that then? Would they say that that's not a return back to form? Then, maybe Barkley. I think. Like, I think uh, if you're gonna make those type of mistakes, like mm -hmm. just like the commentator said, that game, he was like, you do it while you're five zero up. <laughs> mm. They were five zero up, and he made that mistake. But Barkley All already right. scored a goal prior to that, right? All right. Giroud now came in, and then Giroud basically. Uh, Ended it with his header, yeah. blistering. Um, ben Chilwell gave us a nice assist. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say Thiago Silva, after the first mistake that he made, that almost led to a goal. 
Um, he was pretty solid after that. He knows how. He's like, he's a brute force, man. Like you can't just. He, take, he takes the ball in the man. He takes the guy out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, some, uh, there was a there was a chance where Barnsley was coming into the box, mm-hmm. and the slide that <clears throat> Thiago gave him. Like straight up, he cleaned the ball out. <laughs> like <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't getting none of that. You know what I mean? And you come into his box, he's very physical. Like mm-hmm. he would take you, he would take you however he can. You know, it yeah. reminds me of like back in the day when you know we used to have John Terry. You know, he used to bully, he used to bully people. Don't come into my box, man, or else you want to fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's busy. So and, and the one saying. thing with JT John Terry, like that, really, really, I like the most of. Not only does he take the man, yeah. he also takes their wife too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, JT. I'll take your man. I'll take your girl too, man. <laughs> I mean, if you're out here collecting wives, then yeah, sure. Do wow, that. wow, we but, wow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Tiago Silva put in such a good performance. I was um um, there's obviously, you know, with the we spoke about Hudson Odoi in the first episode. He got his chance, and he was, oh my God. I would say he was like the worst Chelsea player on the pitch mm. because he just was, I don't, I don't know what it is. If he's feeling the pressure to the point where he's just making silly mistakes, but like... What kind of mistakes were he making? Bro, he gave away the ball more times than he ran with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many turnovers. It was just yeah. turnovers on turnovers. Yeah. Like, just turn around, pass the ball, and be dangerous when it's when you're on the attack. Yeah. You have the skill to do it. You're doing it against Barnsley, not when you're playing against, uh, what do you call it, uh, Stoke City on a cold night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. You know what I'm saying? Like, But now it's, it's no longer Stoke City. It's now mm-hmm. Burnley. Because when you play against Burnley, they're that physical, right? Yeah. But, um... He just wasn't doing the right things, and I think, I don't know, maybe now alone is seeming more feasible and more appropriate for him to to use and kind of develop himself elsewhere. Yeah. But I still wouldn't count him out. I still think he's like a he's he's a generational talent, and he just needs to show it and stop being so pressured and stop trying to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do your basics. You know, do your basics. Come back, help the team, move the ball well, pass the ball. Don't give the ball away. Keep the possession. And when when you're in when you're in the attacking areas, be dangerous. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This is why Pulisic is passing him because he's so direct. Yeah. Pulisic's so direct that when he goes in. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck and he keeps catching. It simple too. Yeah, and he's balanced. And yeah. I don't understand. Like Hudson has all these attributes, but he's not using it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like uh, I was watching this uh, this interview with Zuma uh, today, with uh, I forgot who it was these uh, these boys up, up in UK, and they asked him who's the most talented player in practice. And he said Hudson Odoi or Pulisic. You know what I'm saying? Mm. These two guys. He's like. But then you come to a game, why aren't you showing it, Dodoy? Why aren't you showing it, you know? Um, but moving on with that, I was very impressed with Emerson. I've been saying this for so long. I love this guy. I don't think he was given the right, the right chances. Um, after he got back from injury, he basically had to stay out, and he didn't, he didn't come back for a while. He was rushed. Last year, he was rushed out of injury last year, and which caused him to get injured again. Yep. And ever since then, Frank Lampard doesn't want to play him. Like, bro, he was he was playing for you. Yeah. And I'm saying he was playing for you. He was forcing himself to do that just because of you, right? Because mm-hmm. he wanted to prove himself, right? 
and now it's like uh, what, do, we, do we know the background on that like the the Lampard asked him <clears throat> not to um, play or, hey, take your time. Because some coaches like to, yeah. you know, slow down their guys a bit, right? Yeah. I'm that type of coach. I don't like my players coming back uh, from injury Very that fast. quick. Yeah. I want them to take time exactly. heal because from my own experience... You, there's more games exactly. in the season where you're going exactly. to right? so, need them. So maybe he's like, no, I can play because as an athlete, you always want to play football. It's very right? possible. We so, don't see what happens in the background, in the scenes, right? Yeah. So we just see what is given to us like on Face Valley, right? Mm-hmm. So um, he... Uh, basically, uh, moving on from that, now he came. Yeah, he he was in this game. He played as a left back. He was tremendous. I thought like he didn't give away balls. He was so good on the attacking, even defensively. He was not suspect. Yeah, he was coming back. Um, but then what surprised me was sixty minutes into the game. I think it was about sixty minutes. Um, who got taken off? Kai Havertz got taken off. And I think it was, uh, was it 60 or 70 minutes around there, around that mark? Yeah. Kai Havertz got taken out. Ben Chilwell came in. So now you're thinking, why do we have two left backs on the pitch? Now, Emerson is playing left wing. Yeah. Right? He played a better <clears throat> left wing than Hudson Odoi. Wow. He even went to the right. Hudson had to Hudson had to switch to the left, yeah, yeah. and he played a better right wing than Hudson Odoi. So now, um, this, uh, Going back to this thing where it was like I was watching this show, uh, football therapy on YouTube. Yeah, I love the guy Jan. He's a, he's amazing. Like I always watch him. Yeah, over the course of like a couple of months, he was talking about like a good squad and a good a good team needs like a fourth person rotational winger, right? Yeah. Um, we have uh, Pulisic, Ziyech, Hudson Odoi, and then we're talking about Saeed Ben Rama to be the fourth, mm. but now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but now, based on Emerson's performance, could Emerson be that fourth-choice rotational winger? Could be. You know that's what I'm saying? A, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was kind of pieced into my head when the game was going on, and I saw that he went from left-back into, into a winger, and I was, just, I was just surprised, but I was also mesmerized. But the way he was handling the ball, yeah. the way he moved, like, it was just so composed. It's almost like... Emerson was born to be that position. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And even though he's a good left back, he can also be a greater winger, right? Yep. So who knows, right? Who knows? There's a, there's a positive moving forward. Um, Tommy got his goal. Tommy assisted twice. So Tommy was pretty solid. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else gets a mention? Zuma. Zuma came in and did his thing. Tomori did his thing. These guys were all they were all they were all focused. The the lapse of concentration, you could tell that it wasn't gone. Willie Caballero made over ele- over 10, 11 saves. So you're telling me that Barnsley wasn't sleeping? Barnsley was not sleeping. No, Barnsley wanted it. They mm. wanted. They, you could tell that they wanted to win this game. Like the way they were set up, they were very attacking. Even in defense, when they got out, they still pushed. Mm. It's not like they sat in defense all the game, right? Yeah. They came out and they pushed. And they created problems for Chelsea, right? Yeah. But the thing was, Willie Caballero was on a high. I mean, he nice. was on a high, nice. but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say too crazy. Like, like he, he did amazing, but obviously it's Barnsley, man. Yeah, <laughs> so no. it's, 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 based, it's pretty much like yeah. positive but, uh, glimpses. As he, yeah, as you said, it's a fitness thing for most yeah. of the and, you know, uh, players there, right? So. Kai Havertz with his hat trick, yeah. that was superb. That I think that's what he needed to get him kick started. 
And then um, we yeah. shall see what he does over the weekend, right? All so. Right. Kai Havertz is probably thinking. I didn't know that the. I knew that the teams were tough. You know, I just faced Brighton, which eh, middle of the park. You know, I was getting my feet wet. You know, I was facing Liverpool. Oh my God, what a tough game for yeah. me! And then all of a sudden, I'm facing Barnsley. Yeah. Man, the blower leagues are shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's probably what he's thinking in his head. I'm walking through these guys. That's man. why you can't just wax lyrical about everything that happened here. You can only just take it as a positive glimpse. Yeah. Don't 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 be so sure to be like they're gonna do the same thing in the prem. But these are yeah potential of what they could do. All right. Right. That's good. Yeah. Well, we're gonna close out that segment on Chelsea, and we're gonna jump over to Manchester United. Yes, yes, you guys, uh, you guys, I was watching the game at first, yeah, yeah. you guys had a tough bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, I, I've said it before, we're fucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people, like, the one thing I'm going to, let, let's start, let's start away with some of the takeaways. I think that, uh, I'm going to piggyback off what you said when it came to the fitness side of things. Mm-hmm. Fitness for this club and for these players is what is needed right now. That's the thing. Those are the things that we need right now. Um, we haven't really had a first game. Um, I mean, or sorry, a preseason. We've had a first game without any preseason. So this is the catch-off for us. Um, and looking back, obviously, referencing what happened in Crystal Palace, like the Ado Trafford against Crystal Palace. Yeah. Referencing that, it's... Um, how do I put it? It's... Uh, amazing to see that it's amazing to see how things like our our, my our mentality manchester united fans mentality or my mentality Mm -hmm. surrounding the disaster of that game Mm -hmm. uh has come around so it's great to see that so um it was a good result winning three nothing but the one key thing i'm gonna say is it, re- it reinforced a lot of things that a lot of fans have been feeling. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to the defense. You know, Maguire is a very slow center back. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's playing like me. Yeah. You know, like how I play that, now. That guy ain't got no you pace, know? man. He has no pace, he right? No pace. You by, know, the time should... it's, by the time you turn, you, uh, he tries yeah. to turn around, the guy's gone. Yeah, I know. He's like a lorry, you know? Yeah. He's the one who introduced the no-look defense <laughs> against And what's, what's up with that man always defending people, these own people? These own players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But 80 million? That's not what 80 million should yeah. get you, bro. But... Look, man, as much as we say all that, he is in Manchester United right now. He's, he's your captain. He's our captain. And he's, in my opinion, Manchester United, uh, one of our best two defenders, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's Maguire or somebody else, yeah. right? That shows you how bad our defensive <laughs> lineup is. If, if, they, if he's one of our top two. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, Maguire has been, he's been, uh, he's been, um, uh, I mean, it, it reinforced the fact that we need somebody to support. We need somebody to support this guy, right? He needs, he needs a quick, a quicker center back to yeah. support him. Yeah. And that's the way he plays. There's some, the, when, when we talk about defending, so there's some defenders who like to read the game, who, you know, they're, they're more of a shadow. They take over the space. And then there's some defenders who are very good man to man. And usually when you're playing two center backs, that's what you're usually looking for. You're looking for that guy who's very good at... Um, you're looking for a combination. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
there's a guy who can read the game properly and there's another guy who can keep up with those fast strikers and fast wingers running him behind yes, them. Yes. So, um, I think that Maguire is the guy who's good at reading the space. You throw the ball in the air, he'll be the first person to it because of his big head, you know? But then if you ask uh, him to mark Wilfred Zaha on full sprint, Wilfred Zaha will burn him on the ground. <laughs> like, that's... He's not bad, yeah. but he does not have speed. He mm-hmm. doesn't have speed to keep up with Premier League athletes, right? So, um, it's uh, it was good to see Bailly have a game. Unfortunately, though, Bailly is injury-prone. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what kills us, man. You know, when I was playing, um, uh, I used to be quite speedy, quite quick. And then when the injuries came, oh, you know, you become slow, right? You become slower. Who would you so, who would you take as your as your two best center backs? My two yeah. best center backs, dude, man. I know a lot of people will probably call me crazy, um, but our two best center backs for me combination is uh, Eric Bailly and uh, Axel Tuanzebe. Wow. Yeah, I I I think Maguire is is good. Mm-hmm. I think he's good for that. But man, I've watched. Tuanzebe play, yeah. and I'm like, this kid is good. This kid is solid. Yeah, just don't don't get injured. Mm-hmm. The difference between Maguire and all these guys is Maguire doesn't get injured because he's, he's not he's not he's fast, straight, right? Like yeah. he doesn't have to do all the crazy. So he's smarter with his play, mm-hmm. um, and his body, you know, and his and his body, right? So he doesn't get injured a lot. Mm-hmm. Like compared to our like our defenders get injured every like three games. Mm-hmm. Tuanzebe was out for a whole. Uh, um, uh, season, yeah, almost the whole season. Yeah. Foot injury. How how can you have a foot injury that puts you out? I had a broken metatarsal, yeah, and I was back in like six weeks. Yeah, you know. So what kind of foot injury was this mm-hmm. that he got? Like did he like just shred all his like Ligaments, bones? Yeah. You know, like what happened there? So um, anyway, so I think Tuan Zebi is the guy, but his injury, he's mm-hmm. always his injury. He looked no, it was not injury prone, but he got a really bad injury last season. And I think Bailly is the other guy. He's quick, rapid. He does some crazy stuff, but he doesn't, you know, he makes mistakes. Like mm-hmm. the PSG game, I don't know if you remember the PSG game, 3-1. Yeah. Uh, he made some really horrible mistakes, yeah. you know. Um, but he's still, uh, he's still, I still think he's one of our better defenders compared mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Maguire and the rest of them. So Based on attributes, eh? Yeah, based on his attributes alone. But I would say Maguire is the one who starts because... He stays fit. He's a captain. Yeah. And he also knows how to read the game well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're going to play him in combination, I'll play Bailly. But if Bailly is injured every time, I'll play Tuan Zebe. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's my combination there. I think I think, I think think Maguire and, and Bailly, if you put them together, Bailly can be the one who does yeah. the flying out. Yeah. And Maguire just sits and, you know, swaps everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, so that's the uh, that's the that's the that's the the thing there for Manu Manchester United. Um, one of the key things though that I'm gonna say that needs to be um, how do I put it that needs to be uh, recognized, you know, uh, looked into is our offense. Um, you know, we 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 got we, I think we got another penalty again in the first half, yeah. right? Brandon Williams. We're we're starting to become we're starting to become a team that relies on, on penalties, penalties to get us going. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's a running joke. We deserve those penalties. Mm-hmm. We do, but I feel that we need to start getting goals earlier from open play yeah. to show the work that Oli is doing in coaching and in training. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, then 
then we're, we're making the game a lot more difficult for ourselves. Anyway, but that's that's mostly it. I I I mean that game against um, and also the game like the the goals, the second and third goals came in a little bit later. Mm-hmm. They didn't come in, uh, they didn't come in. Uh, what you call it? Um, uh, early like you guys' goals came in, yeah. so we weren't able to kill the game early on on time. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing too. We have to um be mindful of. We need to kill games early so that way we are not struggling, you know, towards the uh, second half. Of the game. All right, so we are going to, uh, uh, you know, pause for a minute, take a couple of breaks, and uh, um, we're gonna be back, and we're gonna cover. Um, we are gonna be covering next the Super Cup. That's what we're gonna be covering. All right. All right, guys. So we have come to the um, uh, second part of uh, our show here. We're going to be talking about the Super Cup recap. Uh, this was um, Bayern Munich versus Sevilla, Sevilla. <laughs> a La Liga team that uh, <laughs> yeah we don't cover on this show. <laughs> so for all you La Liga fans, just kidding. All right, man. So um, what do you think of that game, man? What do you think of that game? That game, that game was hot. Man. That game was hot. That game was shoot, hot, bro. I like, I like, I like to see Bayern being put to the sword. You know what I'm saying? That's like. Because I'm a Borussia Dortmund fan, right? Yeah, you're so, a fan of everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse I'm me. I'm a Dortmund fan, so yeah. that that means, like, I love Alfonso Davis, you know, shout out Canada, you know? But, like, still, I love to see Bayern being put to the sword because so many times they just win the league so easily in Bundesliga. But when they played Sevilla, you could tell they were working. They were working. Like, the, I thought Sevilla could have won this game. It was very possible. But man, Manuel Neuer, Manuel Neuer in between the sticks. This guy, this guy is having his second rejuvenation Jeez. of his career. Like I, I'm looking back and I'm like, this, he was good, and then he got to. I think it was the World Cup, Germany, the German World, uh, not German World Cup, the Russian World Cup. Yeah. Where in 2018, all of a sudden, something happened. Yeah. He wasn't the same anymore. Like he. He looks so vulnerable. Flat. You know, when you watch the goals that they score against him in the league, yeah. um, or even in the in the uh, in the World Cup, you're like, is this newer? But another thing too is he went. He, he had a long layoff. I think for I can't remember what year it was. He had a long layoff where he was injured. I yeah. think, and that injury uh, kept him on the sidelines for such a long time. Mm-hmm. That I think it impacted him and it kind of took everybody away from him for yeah. a little while. Yeah. And anytime you saw him. Like uh, uh, you know, play you like this guy doesn't instill confidence yeah. uh, in in his backline. But then all of a sudden, now some it's like a second reawakening. Yeah. You know, he's like entered his second level. You know, anyway. I think it. I think it has something to do with Hansi Flick, man. I, I love Lude, man. I I okay. My own opinion about Bayern. I don't like Bayern Munich as a Manchester United fan. I do not like that club. Yeah. But man, their coach Hansi Hansi has this face. Anytime you're watching, you're watching like the the, the games. You're like man, this guy like you he's know he not, looks he's he looks not, so he's serious. He's not happy. He's you not know? happy yet. He looks so. But then 
you now you actually know that this guy's a joker. Yeah. Like you look at him and you're like, he's trolling. I, you know, I, he's trolling. He's <laughs> yeah. a troll. He looks like one of those guys that he's serious. You know, he, he likes to be like very serious about what's happening. But um, when the uh, when when the game is done, yeah. you see him laughing, smiling. Obviously, because they're winning and yeah. they're destroying teams. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I've seen. I've noticed about Hansi Flick. And where this guy came from? I don't think he ever relaxes. My lord, this guy, man, I, he's a good coach. Yeah, he's he a, is. There's some coaches in this world that I wish that I would have a chance to work with. Biesla is one of them. Hansi Flick, uh, I mean, sorry, Nagelsmann is another one. Oh, man, um, Nagelsmann is amazing. You know, the... Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel. Uh, Pep, you can mention Pep. Everybody's yeah. on, everybody's Mourinho. list. Mourinho. You know, Mourinho would be cool to work with, yeah. but Hansi has started to really, like enter my own level yeah like the crazy stuff they do like that barcelona game uh sorry not the barcelona game the psg uh champions league final mm-hmm. him telling his guys to push up that high yeah i'm like man that is suicide yeah. i would never tell my team any of my teams to push up even in freaking fifa yeah. or pro evolution soccer i'm parking the bus as soon as <laughs> last two minutes left yeah he was like no go high we can press high yeah it's like this guy's psycho man but anyway, it was um, it was cool to uh, it was cool to see to see uh, to see how good of a coach he is. Yeah, he, and he he seems to understand like their attributes because if he tells the players to push up very high, you need a goalkeeper in the back to sweep. Yeah, and that's where Manonoya comes in so so va- valuable yeah. in that position. Sometimes you see Manonoya in the half line. Like, <laughs> but, but he's a testament of the, of the change of a modern goalkeeper. This guy's been keeping for quite a while, too. And he came when goalies weren't quite at that level. Yeah. They weren't doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks a little bit dodgy sometimes on the football, but he's brave enough to make those make uh, uh, to make the right moves, right? To make yeah. to, to put the ball there. No, he's not scared to come out. And even you can go back and you can say, oh, against um, uh, in the 20... 18 World Cup, him getting like smashed like that and you know coming out and then against Korea and all those things were happening and um, eventually you know you looked at him and you're like this guy's not a sweeper goalie why are you doing this why don't you use Ter Stegen instead mm-hmm. Ter Stegen is a sweeper goalie yeah uh, but watching him evolve from that to this now it's amazing mm-hmm. it's amazing and in testament to Hansi Flick like. That Bayern team, I, I don't know what's happening to me, man, like in the last couple of years. Liverpool players, you know, if we don't want to talk about Liverpool players uh, or Liverpool as a club, mm-hmm. you know, as a Man U fan, I'm not a, you know, rivals are rivals. I don't like them. Their fans irritate the hell out of me. Yeah. But for the first time in a while, I've liked Liverpool players. It's the same that I'm having with Bayern players. Mm-hmm. For the first time in a while, I watch a Bayern team. I'm like, I like all these players. I like Alfonso Davies. I like Leroy Sané. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Nabry. You know, Lewandowski. I like all these guys, man. Uh, Akimic. Oh, man. He's a fantastic player. You know? So, it's the first time in a long time you can sit back and say, hey, I actually like these players. And as much as Bayern itself, I don't like the uh, the institution, the, the players actually just... You just want to see them play well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Except for Jerome Boateng. That guy's a freaking, you know, fuck face. twat. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking, you know. <laughs> it's all good, you know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a German international fan. So, um, a lot of these guys, I like them. But when it comes to playing against 
Dortmund is just a different situation. Oh yeah, but we but can't. I thought you said you didn't like them before. Now you're saying you like them, and now because it's all no, I like I like the players. I like the players. Yeah, okay. yeah but I do not like the club. You know, you know? but um, that. let's not take anything away from Sevilla. They were amazing in this game. They were great credit chances um, too. Lejeune Lopetegui. Yeah. He, I love Julian. My goodness, he was. They were playing. They were playing. If Nesri hadn't buried those two chances that he had, Sevilla would have walked yeah. away with this title, yeah. right there. But we gotta give. I gotta. I gotta give a shout out to Ocampos. He was putting megs on people, bro. Yeah. He was megging left, right, and center. He was just taking them down the line, like. Yeah. But one thing, one thing, um, one thing that kind of cheesed me was. When uh when they were when when they would take the ball in the wings and they had the opportunity to fly by, they pulled it back. Yeah, this was the one weird thing I noticed too. When I was watching the game, yeah, um, they will advance the ball and then they'll start playing the ball back. Yeah, I'm like guys, like I I get it. I'm I, I love resetting and but this is like an unnecessary reset. Like bro, you're already you know? gone. You already gone. Yeah. Like like he he had he had at least two feet on the other man. Yeah. You could have you could have just kept flying. Yeah. But yet he pulled the ball back and then let them come into position. How are you supposed to beat Bayern like I that? Know. You want to catch them on the break. Bayern is the is the team of efficiency, yes. offensive efficiency. Yeah. They don't waste moments. They yeah. don't waste that ball passes. in Lirasani's no. leg. That like, ball in Gnabry. If they if you're two feet behind, he's gone. Yeah. He's not turning back. He's not no. looking for Lirasani. No. He's going straight he's going in. Straight. They're not even looking for Lewandowski. He may be the four, he may be the focal point, but he's not the only person getting into the box. Yeah. You have left backs, right backs, everybody jumping into the box. Yeah. So it's literally like if you get your chance, fly. Fly. You have the speed. The defender, he's gonna he's a defender for a reason. You're a winger for a reason. Yeah. A winger probably has way more speed and he can easily just get there before the defender does. And you could do something more dangerous. This is why I love fucking Pulisic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Pulisic has that ball and you're you're behind but, him, he's yeah. gone. He's but not gonna you, turn back around. Would you say this is the advancement of football now? Because you know when you when we watched uh, teams like um, the old school classic Barcelona teams, yeah. like Pep's Barcelona, mm-hmm. where it was like angles, tiki taka. We're gonna like reset the hell out of you so many times, yeah. and then before you know, you're so tired. That that reset now that you think oh don't worry about it let them reset boom next minute they're scoring a yeah. goal against your team mm-hmm. so we have seen that versus um, look at the revolution that um, Klopp has done with Liverpool yeah. and how they play football and this this feels like a, the German uh, the it's not, like not, not German like just the the German game yeah. you know it's like we don't waste time we don't spend too much time resetting. We don't spend too much time doing anything yeah. uh, uh, special. We just, we all we just want to do is get from our backline to your to goal. goal. Yeah. That's it. We don't want to do anything crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that um, uh, a lot of people, I think that's that's the testament to how German, German. how German football is now yeah. and how they're revolutionizing the game. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I don't, I mean, once again, I don't, I don't think it's even really revolutionizing the game. It's yeah. just, they're doing what everybody should be doing. Yeah. Like, and one of the teams I used, to, one of the the the, the uh, countries I used to do this type of football is actually England. Yeah, England is the is the is the country that they're in their football. They don't look back. Mm-hmm. They just go like this. But yeah. the only problem is the English, where where the German are efficient and 
um, execute the English, the English struggle to yeah. execute and they struggle with efficiency mm-hmm. you know what I mean so they would just put it up one and then go sprint every single time they just want to mm-hmm. put it up go for a sprint go for a sprint mm-hmm. right on let's organize a couple of things and then now we can go for the sprint you know yeah so the the German game it's the Spanish teams you still see them try to move the best mirage with the ball a little mm-hmm. bit but the German teams are like I don't have time to do this I'm just gonna go in there and just Put it right into the, uh, uh, you know, put it right into the box and yeah. get a goal, right? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. That That's is, good. That is true. Yeah. Now, but that was a good game. It I love that it game. It was a good game. Yeah, I love that game. It was sick. Game. You can see how, how animated Julian Lepetegui got uh, in, can the, we, in the extra time. Can we just give him a segment here? This guy, I've always loved Julian Lepetegui. In mm-hmm. fact, I've always said, if anything, um, uh, when uh, Mourinho was looking like he was going to get canned, uh, Julian Lopetegui was a guy that I said, if United can, that's a deal we should go for. Mm-hmm. We should go for that guy. Yeah. But we never really went for him. Um, obviously, our board is like a weird ass board. I, I've there's so many managers that I like, but you know him was one of those guys that I like. Maybe we should take a gamble on this dude. Like yeah. he actually can coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, didn't work out with Real Madrid. Yeah. But. He also screwed himself over from the Spanish job by accepting the Real Madrid yeah. job. Instead of talking to like the guys and say, "Hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Can I finish the World Cup and, and then, then go you know go there? Yeah. At least ask for ask for permission from your current employ- employer, yeah. right? Yeah. So he screwed himself up a little bit there, being a little bit too um, greedy with uh, uh, Real, and mm-hmm. Real ended up screwing him over. Yeah. But I've always thought this guy was a fantastic coach. Mm-hmm. This this Span this Spain before that 2018 World Cup started under him was mesmerizing mm-hmm. in fact that everybody was like these are the, this is the team to win it then the moment when uh, fernando came in and out took over they lost something you know in their in themselves there right yeah so this is a key thing that i think that um uh, uh you know that's missing for, from him he's a wounded soldier mm-hmm. but as a coach he's an amazing coach mm-hmm. i just like the way they play they use with which is the cornerstone for me when it comes to coaching, coaching your players to learn to use width. Mm-hmm. Use the full length of the pitch, right? He has good wingers. They move the ball through the right backs, the full backs, the left backs, right? And I think they missed a guy like Sergio Reguilon on, the, on that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He was no yeah. nonsense. He would he take did. the ball and then just fly down your flanks and then put the ball inside the box yeah. for you, right? As well, so, as well, he can also get inside the box too. I didn't. I didn't see a lot of uh, a lot of right backs or left backs inside f- uh, from Sevilla inside the Bayern box. I only saw it like maybe like twice or three times in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? But Regulon would have offered way more in that in that sense. Yeah. But it's okay. Bayern are the UEFA Cup, UEFA Super Cup champions. Congratulations to them. As much as I hate them, Fuck I still gotta <laughs> give respect where it's due. Yeah, I thought, I thought, at least I thought that Davies got you know something. That's yeah, the only yeah, thing. Yeah. I was watching that kid back in Van Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Man, I I knew it was good, but he was it wasn't that good. Yeah, it wasn't that good. You know, and I would say maybe that's the reason why they also played him as a left back. Yeah, but um, you can but you can you can see the difference. Like yeah, you can see the difference between between, between yeah. the, the 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 national the international football being played. In, in in North America compared to that which is played in Europe. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, all right, guys. Well, this is it for um, the Super Cup review. We're gonna be jumping over next into um, the weekend preview. Ding ding. 
<laughs> All right, guys. So we are in the next phase, um, you know, part three of our uh, uh, coverage today. And uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the weekend preview. And in this weekend preview, we're also going to be including a couple of things that we missed from the last preview. Uh, we missed uh, talking about the Bundesliga. The Serie A. And the Serie A. So we're going to do a little bit of a recap for those leagues while jumping in to the weekend and the highlights, um, you know, highlight matches uh, for the weekend for us. Yeah. So, so we'll start off with uh, Bundesliga. Yeah. So last week, um, and just kind of tying into where, where we left off with Bayern, mm -hmm. they absolutely demolished, demolished. Schalke. Demolished. Absolutely demolished Schalke. You know what I mean? I kind of feel bad for Leroy Sané because... That used to be his club. I don't. I don't. And, he, uh, he didn't look like he felt bad. I don't think he felt. But still, <laughs> he was like, like yeah, probably thinking like, man, I used to play for these guys. Dog. How did they suck so like, much? He's left. It was just. It was an absolute annihilation. Leroy like, Sané is my god. I, I. How city? How Pep didn't recognize the gem he had on his team? Pep, imagine. Pep imagine. Seems, Pep seems to do that. Imagine. A lot. Imagine. <laughs> imagine a winger. Yeah. Leroy Sané. Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Um, what they call him, Mahrez. Mm -hmm. Pure wingers on your team. And don't forget you know? Jaden Sancho. And Jaden Sancho, who yeah. left like when he was young, yeah. right? Yeah. But this guy, like, as much as I like Pep, I think sometimes, man, you really got to, like, suck it up. You know, sometimes when you just got to be like, you know what? Is it, is it an ego thing? You know, is, is that what it I is? I mean, as a manager that, of that level that's that intelligent, yeah. and it works. What he does works. Because... Mm -hmm. What he does, he says, he like... He gets trophies. Yeah, man. he says, look, this is our team, mm -hmm. and you're not bigger than it, no mm -hmm. matter what. He, yeah. did it, he did it to Eto, even though I think it was wrong. He yeah. did it to him. He did it to Ibrahimovic, which I'm kind of like, whatever. Ibrahimovic pisses off a he lot did, of people. He, he and did it to Yaya Torre. You know, he did it to Yaya Torre, which I was kind of like, also, whatever. Yaya Torre is kind of a drama queen. Yeah. Um, but he did it to these guys... But there's a time... There comes a... Those guys, you, I think you can do it and get away, but it comes a time... When you're like, I cannot let this player go. Mm -hmm. I need to have more. I mean, once again, we don't know, right? Yeah. We weren't there. Yeah. But Sane, everybody knew how great this player was. Germany's yeah. Germany's golden boy. Yeah. If if he, I I still think today, if he had been in that World Cup, he would have Germany's results would have been completely way different. Better. Yeah. It completely different. They didn't have that type of width yeah. that they needed. They're relying on an old-school Ozil who, you know, what's happening with him. And a, de so, and a depleted Marco Royce. Yeah, depleted, exactly. So it's like, you have this talent, and I think Joachim Ler has now understood that I cannot make that mistake again. again yeah. You know what I mean? So, Sané is such a beast, man. I love the way that boy plays, and I just, I wish the best for him because he's such a... He's such a phenomenal player. Mm -hmm. And watching him when he plays against us, United was just, my God. You know, but such a fantastic talent to yeah. have on your squad. Fantastic. And he shows up. He shows yeah. up for these games. Yeah. yeah. And now, with that said, Bayern now, um, they, they what they've done is Schalke. Do you think they're going to repeat that? Who are they playing against this weekend? That's, we'll, we'll double check and we'll see who they're playing against. So they're playing against Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim. Yeah, Hoffenheim this weekend. Uh, I don't know much about Hoffenheim, you know, but it looks like another 20 nothing coming down the pipe, bro. You know what I'm I saying? I think it'll be 20 0. Yeah, I, think, I think based off this game against Sevilla, Bayern kind of got brought back down to earth. Um, 
but as, but as that was a, Sevilla though. Se- was Sevilla Se- Sevilla yes. is a actual like that team is a Champions League team. Yeah. Like that team is already there. Hoffenheim is what? Are they in the Europa League spot? I don't even know. Um but I don't I don't think it'll be a walk in the park. I don't think Hansi Flick tells these boys like, yo, you're gonna have an easy game. It's never obviously it doesn't. That's yeah. why they go smash That's teams nine nothing. And which nothing. is which is the right way because you gotta show teams respect. Yeah. The, the thing is like he's probably thinking we gotta show them respect because if not, they're gonna score us and then mm-hmm. we're gonna be in a difficult position. But when you batter teams with goals, you're respecting them. Mm-hmm. Even as much as it's as embarrassing and how bad it gets, you're respecting them. When they smash Barcelona, they were respecting them. Yeah. But it's true, it's how it goes, right? And in, in this game, you can't go you can't thinking. Take that, for granted. Exactly. You can't yeah. just say, oh, yeah, this, this is going to be a walk in the park. Yeah, go in that mentality that you are playing the best team that you, you have ever played. And that's where you need to show them respect, you know? So, so what is going to be the score? For the Hoffenheim game, I would say 5 1. <laughs> ah, I don't even know why we covered this league, man. Bayern's going to win the league again this no, year, bro. Now let's switch over to Dortmund. Oh, well, you know, you know, you know everything about Dortmund, man. Dortmund. You know, are we, okay, so let's start with Dortmund. So there's a rumor right now going that they're going to be getting um, Ismail Assar. Really? That's what I heard. I haven't heard that rumor. But then I heard that if you guys get uh, Smana Sar, Sancho's going to leave and Man come U. to United. Yeah. Which I, I, I call bullshit. I don't believe any stupid ass transfer think, rumors anyway. But I think the, the... I think the... Who was it? Who was it? Wake came out and said that we are not selling Sancho United anymore. They had a deadline and they didn't... I, I, I don't. Them. I don't think he's but coming. But things will still. Yeah, money talks, can still go on. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't think not this window. Maybe next window. Next um, window. Next window. Somebody else is gonna grab Sancho. I think another uh, team is gonna come in and be like, United didn't go for him. Now we've like rebuilt our, yeah. replenished our wealth because yeah. of COVID is happening right now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get him. I think if they if United don't get him this year. That's another team's. Um, but United, win. United still have like a huge bank. <laughs> Bro, that's what that's what you're saying. Did you hear what Uncle Woodward just said? What did he say? He said we don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have money. Really? Wow. <laughs> okay, we're getting out of topic. Okay, uh, back to Dortmund. Yeah. Um, How was their last game? Who did they play against last game? Against Morton Gladbach. It was oh, a, yeah, it was a yeah, derby. Yeah, derby. It was a derby game, and they yeah, absolutely lived up to the to the expectations that came with it. Nice. Um, what was sad was seeing Togan has to get injured so 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 uh, early in the game. So I don't know how long he's gonna be out for now. Uh, but man, Giovanni Reina. Oh, who's Giovanni Reina? Giovanni Reina is a is a youth prospect that came from from the United States. He was he's in he was in the team while Pulisic was there. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically he's another U.S. star coming up. He is he was unbelievable. He the the passes he played, the shots he took, the chances he took. The he created also he created the penalty that gave Owen Harland that 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 goal in the in the second half and then after that, man he was just he's just blistering he got he got his first goal in the Bundesliga this season he 
I would give him the assist because he got that penalty, you mm-hmm. know. So he was up there, and man, he just he just created chances and just was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like what position does this guy play again? He's a winger. Winger. He's a what winger. wing? Left wing, right wing. Either or. He's he's played in the left. How many wingers right. does Dortmund yeah. need, bro? Because you can play. They play with both feet. Uh, if you if you notice, a lot of players in Dortmund, uh, when they're coming up from the youth academy, they're encouraged to play with both feet. Right? Well, everybody isn't any academy teaching players to play with both feet. Yeah, but these guys yeah. simply just enforce it that way you can play on any any side, right? Yeah. And it maximizes your potential as well because if you can play with both feet and you can play, if a team needs a left winger, yeah. they can literally go and grab you. Yeah. But if they need a right winger too, they can, they can grab, grab you as mm-hmm. well. Your, your your options. So you just maximize the, the they're, potential. They're they not uh, Alexis Sanchez who yeah. plays from the left wing. Pretty much. So. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Giovanni Reina, I, I look forward to seeing what he can do again. So you guys, um, you guys are playing against Augsburg this weekend. Augsburg, it's not gonna be an easy game. Augsburg has always been a tough game yeah, for Dortmund. Eh? Yeah. Um, what is it gonna be four and one for Borussia? No, no, I would <laughs> say uh, Augsburg. We've always had a bad, a bad, bad record with Augsburg. Maybe we should research next time what their uh, general results are against Augsburg. I would say 4-2. 4-2? Four, four four, four four two. Two. Borussia? Borussia. Ooh. 4-2. Man, I'm going to say 2-1 uh, Borussia then. 2-1? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's the coverage for uh, Bundesliga. Um, any games that catch your eye, um, you know, for, for them at all? Or is it uh, just those? Because... From actually looking at the results, one game that caught my eye was Leipzig and Bayer Leverkusen. Oh, that's a good. Now one. the one thing is, I'm looking at that game, and I was like, that game was gonna be slick mm-hmm. earlier when I was watching it, right? I mean, when I looked at the fixture list, mm-hmm. um, obviously, uh, Timo is gone. You know, Timo Werner is gone, and Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz is, is gone. gone. But the one thing that piqued my interest is this guy. Uh, so there's Dio Opamecano, Op- yeah. which I love. Yeah. But there's this midfielder. I can't remember his name. I watched him on TIFO football. Um, he has blonde. He dyes his hair blonde. I can't remember Who his name. Who does he play for? Leipzig. Oh, uh, Danny Almo. <sighs> Danny Almo is also good. He destroys me on FIFA. It makes me break my controllers. But, um... um, um Sabitzer. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Sabitzer. Yeah. Energy. Yeah, he's, uh... <laughs> He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy that put Tottenham to the sword. Oh, that boy, man. So you know, I mean, I think that um, I think watching that's the, that's my game. That's the game I, I I'm I'm more much more interested in. Yeah. I want to see how uh, Leipzig deal with that. In a way, I kind of want Leipzig to kind of push this yeah. season, like really push for like top uh, top three top. Uh, um, you know, well, it's top three there, right? Yeah. So the way I want to see him push that, and yeah, you want to um, see them t- challenge for the title. Yeah, I want to see them challenge a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I I hope that one of the games that they play against like um, Bayern, yeah, they they find a way to like win that game. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what my my own hope is. They that, never lost to Bayern you know? last season, eh? The they all they did was they tied them. Yeah, well, they find a way to win those games, right? Because yeah. that's that's what's gonna make the difference. Bayern, if you don't, Bayern is like. Um, Jason Voorhees, you know what I mean? Like horror movie Jason, like, you know, these guys that you, you, you kill them and they just they rise up again. <laughs> so you got to put those guys away. You know what I'm saying? You what have to put them away. From, yeah. I don't know, Friday. 
Friday, Friday. the 13th or some <laughs> shit. That's why, so, that's why all those rap parties always saying Jason. J- yeah, yeah. Bars like Jason. <laughs> but yeah, no, so you got to find a way to put those those guys away, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, the, the, I, I feel that uh, uh, Leipzig is going to do a little bit better this year. But for Bayer Leverkusen, one guy I've actually wanted to really take a deeper look at is um, Leon Bailey. Bailey, yeah. Yeah. Apart from Bailey. that, I don't really give a shit about that club. But uh, Leon Bailey is the only guy. I'm There's actually another in. guy who who's there as well, who plays in Bailey's position as well. Who plays oh. as a winger. Um, what was his name? He, he played all the time with Kai Havertz. Mm. He was very wasteful, but he's quick. <laughs> he was very he's very wasteful, wasteful but. <laughs> But one thing, a very fast-paced guy. One thing I would say for the German league, like anytime I watch the German league, I always have like anxiety. Mm-hmm. They're so intense, yeah, so quick, so powerful. They're in your face, bro. You know what I mean? They're Absolutely. so intense. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I would say for that league that I'm always very, um, uh, like I'm I'm always worried anytime I'm watching those games because mm-hmm. it feels like. You can't breathe. Like, they're just way too intense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The guy's name is Musa Diaby. Musa Di- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Musa Diaby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he used to be a PSG um, uh, youth player. Really? I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe I'm thinking way back. Uh, back in my FIFA days, you know, mm-hmm. when I when, when you, you'd be looking for players to sign because you're using a shitty club. Yeah. And then you would uh, go to, like, all these big clubs I don't want all these players and you just take and then them take, yeah take their players <laughs> but anyway well that is it for uh, Bundesliga mm-hmm. Syria ah oh we didn't we didn't give a pred- um, prediction of what the game's gonna be like man who cares man I guess it's gonna be like 2-2 you think 2-2 yeah I think I think Bayer Leverkusen might win just because think so? of, because of I how. think Leipzig is playing at home are they yeah that might change things I think Leipzig is playing at home but no I'll give it to Leverkusen 3-2 Three two. Oh, let me write this stuff down. <laughs> so we're saying, uh, uh, Leipzig is two two from me, mm-hmm. and you're saying three, two, two three for Lever. Yeah. And then for Bayern, you're saying five one. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to predict that one. I think it's just gonna be a blowout anyway. Yeah. And then Borussia against Augsburg. You predicted how many? Four two. Four two. And I'm predicting two one. Two one. Yeah. Okay. So, we, we'll see how it looks like for next week. Yeah. All right. Okay, we'll jump over to Sierra. Let's cover some Sierra uh, stuff. Um, you know, last week, um, the the for me, the, the teams I wanted to see how they performed were basically um, Juve and um, uh, what they call it, Milan. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of Roma too as well. That game was a cracker. And that game looked like... You know, there should have been some, like, there should have been goals. It should have been, like, a 2-2 game. I think both Hellas Verona hit the post a couple of times. Uh, what they call it? Um, uh, Hellas Verona hit the post a couple of times. And uh, uh, Roma, I think, hit the post a couple of times, too, as well. Mm-hmm. So that game looked pretty exciting. Um, but no goals. And then the Milan game, I watched a little bit of the first half, watching what Zlatan was doing with uh, Milan. And uh, um, my own thing, man. I love that kid, Theo Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He's like a left-back, but plays like a left striker. Like, runs all the way from the left-back position all the way to straight. He's such an amazing player, you know? Mm-hmm. The Hernandez family just produced, like, 
produced these two left backs and just gave them to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, it's uh, it's crazy to see how those um, uh, how Milan is uh, coping right now under Pioli, mm-hmm. and they also got they 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 were supposed to get Pioli as their um, uh, uh, he was supposed to resign, and uh, you know they ended up uh, uh, getting um, and I was supposed to get this guy Ragnik. I think his name is Ragnik. He. He he was playing. He was uh, coaching Leipzig back in the day, mm-hmm. but instead of getting Ragnik, they they said okay because we have been playing well under Stefano Pioli, we're gonna keep Pioli. Yeah. Um, and then Ragnik is no longer coaching those guys, right? Yeah. So, the it, it's crazy. Like uh, watching um uh what you call it um uh, uh, uh Milan and the way they play these days, mm-hmm. it's it's. I like the way they play. They've been playing really good football. I actually watched them before, like, my sessions and stuff on how they play, and I'm like, wow. Pioli really has, like, their style of play is much more appealing than it used to be under different old-school managers that failed before uh, him, right? Yeah. yeah. So, no, he did. He, uh, I, I, I like the re- They won 2 nothing. like the result there. And then the Juve game, mm-hmm. I was watching that too as well, watched the one nothing, and then I had to, like, leave and end up catching the highlights. You know, Juve, you know, Juve were just outstanding. Man. They were good, man. They were just so aggressive. It's like it's like it's like that that element in their football that was gone in the in the season of Sari just came back. Wow, it's just you know? crazy. Like it's funny how Sari we talk about Sari football, Sari ball. Yeah. But they never looked like they played Sari ball. They mm-hmm. looked like they just played throw it to to Ronaldo and, uh, and you know Crisito you yeah. know what I mean like that was literally what it, their football looked like mm-hmm. but then when you watch them when you watched um uh Perlo's team mm-hmm. they looked more like a Sari team yeah. they passed the ball well they moved well mm-hmm. um there were still some mistakes that you were like huh yeah but they they looked like a fleshed out team mm-hmm. and it felt like there were not that many restrictions, yeah. you know what I mean, placed on the players. You know, Sarri's ball feels like he's, restric- he's restricting his players from playing football. Mm-hmm. But under Perlo, Perlo's football looked like, so far, I mean, this is one game, man. Like, we can't go here and start saying they can go in there and then lose, like, crazy amount of games this yeah. season. But under um, Perlo, like, so far, they look like there's no restrictions on their football play. Mm-hmm. It's like... You know how to pass the ball? Freaking pass the ball. Yeah. Put it on this side. Don't don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, the only question is how long would that fly? Because as a coach, uh, there comes a point when teams will now figure out they don't really have... like They, they have a good way that they advance the football, they progress the ball from the back. Mm-hmm. But when they get to the forward line, it doesn't look like they have too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like they have anything special mm-hmm. they don't or they don't have a system they're just relying on individuals yeah and that's when you're going to be like that's when he's going to get found out yeah, yeah so i hope that what we just saw was not like you Everything. know a complete like yeah. oh just go out there and just play football mm-hmm. i hope it's like a mixed bag of play your football but here's how i want you to do yeah, it yeah, yeah. you know so mm-hmm. but no that was it was good games good yeah. games to watch juve against uh Sampdoria, yeah. uh three nothing and um milan against uh can't remember the Bologna and yeah. uh, it was two nothing. So Sassuolo against Cagliari was a good one too. Sassuolo against Cagliari. One one. One one was it? Oh nice. Yeah, they, it was a, it was a cracker. It was very. Sassuolo is a team I think that might mount a place for this for the Champions League this year. Mm. Um, given that they keep doing what they're doing, 
I think there's too many good teams out there though. There's like they still have to go through Roma. Yeah. Milan. But they can do it. You know? They can do it. Because Where did they end last play. season, do you know? I think they were eighth place. Mm. Yeah. Sassuolo. So Yeah, I don't know. I think um you know, and also there's another team too. I will forget about Napoli. I watched uh, the highlights on that, and uh, Victor Osimhen looked fantastic. Oh, thank God! They had this crazy counter attack. Nigerian boy. <laughs> <laughs> they had this crazy counter attack, and he looked just wow. I'm like, this is the thing I see with all these English teams, right? Yeah. How would you guys let these players go to like Serie A? Mm-hmm. You need, like, Tottenham needs a guy like this. Yeah. And I can't remember how much. Could you search how much uh, uh, Victor Simen went to um, uh, Napoli. Napoli for from Lille? Because I'm just, I'm curious. Like, how are you guys not seeing these players? They see these players so late, and then they pay, like, up the nose for him. It's like, bro, like, you know, just. Chelsea was in it. In invest it for on this too. guy. Chelsea actually wanted to get him. Then what they have done with Tammy or, or, or Olivia? But they need a they need a guy who could rival Tammy. Invest on so this. Bring in, competition. Invest on this guy because the earlier you get these players, the less the less money you have to pay when they become really good, um, and then it becomes too expensive. You know. Eighty one point so, three million. Oof, euros or pounds? Euros, right? Yeah, euros. Euros, yeah. Oh man, that's good. That's still good. Including bonuses. He's still good. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. I would, I would put that money down for that kid. He's actually a good, good uh, striker. The He's next, better. The next person way, to buy, way, the Aussie man is way be better than hundred something. Way better than exactly. Way better than Kelechi and Hanacho. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah. Kelechi, anyway, Kelechi better come correct next. Man. Yeah, he's he's a lost cause right now. He's he's lost. Uh, he's been he's been, he's not been that bad for Leicester as of like the past. Few nah, months. I don't. I, I'm not. I, I don't know. I I've seen him he's play. He's having a rejuvenation. Uh, I've seen him play. I hope he keeps up that rejuvenation. If he can't f- find a way to like bench Vardy, then um. Of Vardy, man. You know, he's just incredible. <laughs> if you can't find a way to bench Vardy, then that's on you, bro. You know, Osiman would bench Vardy in, in Leicester. Anyway. You think so? Yeah, I think so. That's for sure. All right. So we've covered Sierra. We've done a recap. We've covered Bundesliga. We've done a recap. Now we're going to get into... We should probably make our predictions for the Serie A. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go prediction time. That's good. Good call, brother. Yeah. All right. So um, we have... Highlight for me for the weekend, we have Juventus versus Roma. Mm-hmm. Oof. Roma, Roma, Roma. And then we have Inter versus Fiorentina. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Conte's team come back. Yeah. I love watching that team. Last season, if there was any... Like, I know I like Roma, but I spent more time watching Milan, yeah. than I, Inter, Inter Milan, than I watched Roma. Because I love the way Conte coaches. I know people call him a defensive coach. They don't like this guy. Conte is very oh. attacking too, man. When he's when his teams team. press you, yeah. anytime I watch him coach, or the, I mean not coach, anytime I watch him, his players play, mm-hmm. it feels like there is an inch of Conte inside all of them. Yeah. Chasing you, pressing you, almost winning the ball. There is an inch of Conte every yeah. single time. Mm-hmm. And I I was so like I love watching them. And another thing too is that team is basically United 2.0, man. <laughs> yeah. Lukaku, Young, um, Alexis Sanchez, like you know, like the. So I love watching 
his team play. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what he does with against Fiorentina. And I think I can't remember if Fiorentina won their game or tied in their last game. But you know, Fiorentina is a decent team too. I like that guy Chiesa mm-hmm. um, that plays with them, the winger. But um, you know, I just I, I I'm excited about that match. I want to see what uh, Conte brings to the table. It's their first game back, yeah. but I have a feeling that unlike everybody who makes excuses about, oh, it's the first game, oh, they're not fair, you know, <laughs> Ole, I mean, uh, you know, unlike all those guys, mm-hmm. Conte is going to come in with his own squad and be like, you guys better be ready, you know what I mean? Um, and another thing, too, is if you want to talk about season preview, this is the time for Conte to win the league mm-hmm. with Inter. Yeah. If he cannot beat Perlo's team this year when... They're kind of like, oh, we're gonna put Perlo in there. We're kind of fighting our shit, you know. Yeah, he coached him. Yeah, okay. you know, if 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 he cannot if he cannot do it with Inter, and I think Inter is well positioned mm-hmm. to challenge Juve and beat them. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't do it this year, then no Juve can, might as well own own. They might as well change the name of Serie A to Juventus A or Juve A or something. Juventus, I don't know, right? So I'm excited about that match Inter against Fiorentina. And then Roma against Juve, I'm also excited about that. There was some weird scandal that happened um, with Diawara and uh, the player. They they coded him as an under-22 under player yeah. instead of an under-23 or a pass or something. I don't know how they, they coded him incorrectly. Um, and I think they got the doctor points, but I can't remember. I have to do better research on that. But, um, but anyway, that game looks like it's going to be good. Uh, Roma kind of... Fonseca is a very attacking coach. He won't sit back like Sampdoria sat back a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that they're gonna match them like you know, intensity against intensity. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Roma still they don't they they lack that mentality. You know they have Pedro on their team, Mkhitaryan, Zeko, guys who are basically reaching the nadir of their career. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have these guys playing. Meanwhile, Juventus, yeah, they have Ronaldo, but um, and they have Bonucci and Chiellini. But the rest of the cast is like alive, you know, at, you know, on, on their game. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But I think out of all those, Inter, this is the year. This is the year this for is them. The chance. Yeah, this is the chance. Anyway, predictions for the game: Inter against Fiorentina. I'm going to predict um, one nothing. Inter against Fiorentina. Yeah, I'd say three nothing for Inter. Yeah. Okay, three nothing, and then we're going to predict um, Juventus Roma. What's the score for you? Two one. Two one Juve. Yeah. I'm gonna predict three nothing Juve. Well, we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we are now getting to our final. I know this has been a long show today. We're sorry we had a lot to. Pack into this session. Especially and, for you know, missing a few from last last segment. Exactly. Missing a few from last week. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to be closing it off with the Premier League. So, we had this weekend games. Brighton against Manchester United. Honestly, we've already talked too much about, you know, my U today. <laughs> and I don't want to talk anymore about them. <laughs> I'm just going to say nice and simple. We're going to win that game. Mm, 2-1. If Bayou plays and Lindelof is not playing... I'll say it looks like a 2-1 game. If Lindelof plays, I'll say it looks like a 2-2 game, you know? Yeah. Reason being, there's this guy, Neil Mopai, 
this guy, I don't know what the <laughs> freak he's on, but every single time I watch him, it's like somebody shot him up with, like, drugs, you know? And he's just on speed, you know what I mean? And he's yeah. just going, like, nonstop, right? So, if it's against Lindelof, I think... Even against Bailly, I think he could be a tricky guy that'll cause Bailly issues. But Brighton but, is playing some serious football right now. Uh, yeah, but they still lost to Chelsea 3-1, so... First game, second game they won. Yeah. 3-0. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they just... I don't, I, don't, I don't see them... I don't see them really doing too, too much. I think, I think if it's set plays... They will make it nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I've noticed with uh, Graham Potter, the coach for Brighton, he likes to push his team up. He yeah, loves to push them up. March. You know? Yeah. March. Yeah, it's not bad. Trussard, too, is not bad, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so but I, I think it will be a 2-1 win for Man U, to be honest. I I, I don't see United losing. If they lose that game, hey, yeah. you guys will hear it on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about Chelsea? Who's Chelsea playing, bro? Chelsea is playing West Brom. West Brom, oh man, you guys have won that game five nothing then. Um, Easy, bro. West Brom. West Brom for me easily look like a team that's gonna get relegated this season. I'm sorry, bro. West Brom. They just look like that's it for them. Like they're coming up, they're completely playing the yo-yo game. They come up, they go down. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if you guys don't beat them five nothing, man. Shoot. <laughs> well, um, unless but- unless Lavin Bilic does his classic special. Yeah. You know, um, eleven players. On a double decker bus, right in front of his goalpost, you know what I mean. Like unless he does that, but I, I honestly don't see you guys losing this. At least even scoring a one goal. Seven. You know? Well, seven, and I need Simo to village. score goals so I can get like fantasy points. Please. Seven, seven villages already. He's out for this game too because of his red card. Oh, red, oh, even yeah. better. Uh, <laughs> even so, the leader's not on the bench. Yeah. There you um, go. Chelsea. Well, we don't have Pulisic. We don't have ZX still. At yeah. least for another week. Based on Frank Lampard's press conference today, yeah, uh, but I feel like we should be able to do something here. And I read an article that says that they're looking at something special for Pulisic and the injuries he's been getting, because he's been getting a lot of injuries. Yeah, so they're trying to manage like well. a special training for him. Yeah, something to make those strengthen up those muscles yeah. and everything. But uh, I'd say Chelsea would win, obviously. Mm. Kepa will have a good game. Because I think Kepa might play instead of Willie. But if Willie plays... What about that new goalie? When is he going to play? Edward Mendy. Yeah. He's he's um, he's out right now. He's practicing with Petr Kerch. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw a picture Plus, of Plus, he's in... He's in um, what do you call it? He's They're practicing together because of, you know, COVID rules. Yeah. So he has to kind of spend some time away from the team. And then mm-hmm. he'll come in. Nice. I think he comes in next week. Okay. Uh, so... Based on what happens, and um, Lampard still said, "Don't don't push for his debut. Like it'll come, mm. right? Eventually, right? So if Willie doesn't if Willie doesn't play, Kepper is in. If Kepper doesn't play, Willie's in. But I think either either goalkeeper is gonna have a good day. Um, four zero. I'm predict- predicting okay. Chelsea. Chelsea will win for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. Uh, just cause the way West Brom play right now. And the way that Chelsea's picking up to speed and a lot of players are gaining confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see something happening there. Hopefully, Emerson plays tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's at, yeah. what, 9, 9.30? 
Early, early games, man. Um, United play very early. 10.30. 10.30 tomorrow. Oh, okay. So that's not bad. United yeah. play at 5.30 tomorrow. So yeah, I'm going to be up I'm for not, that. I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. I might be sleeping in, uh, depending on how the, tonight goes after my game. Yeah. But, um, no, that's good. Yeah. And then we have two games that I think that are going to be the highlights. We have Arsenal against yes, Liverpool, Liverpool and City against Leicester. That is crazy. These guys are playing that early, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, look, this is the beauty of the Premier League, right? Actually, City played Leicester early last year too, didn't they? I don't know. I don't care. This is the beauty of the Premier League mm-hmm. is there's teams that you're looking out for. There's a lot more highlights of the week. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more interesting games than boring games. Yeah. Very rare do you find that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, I mean, other le- leagues have that, you know. I Probably, like, Liga has... Uh, I mean, they don't. But, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> I mean, we're trolling. But with Suarez uh, joining, um, Juve. you know, not Juve. He, he Atletico, failed his exam. Atletico Madrid. <laughs> yes, or, Atletico. Bullshit exam. He's joining, uh, joining Atletico. Maybe you see more of a competition there. Well, Morata's not you know? Juve. The, I don't understand what's going on with that <laughs> kid, uh, man. Like, holy... Anyway, let's stay back on point here. But um, maybe we'll have a special day for La Liga. But for now, <laughs> man, hell no. We're covering La Liga in here. But yeah, but for now, we have Arsenal against Liverpool. Oh, man. We'll just go straight to predictions. Because if you don't... I mean, I'm not covering Arsenal. Yeah. That, those guys, uh, you know what I mean? And <laughs> Liverpool, I'm not covering them either. So we're going to just go straight to like the, you know, the predictions of the game. And then maybe next week we'll do a review on the highlights of the week. <laughs> so um, Arsenal against Liverpool. Who are you gonna say is gonna win? I think Arsenal will win. Eh? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> are you serious? I think Arsenal will win. Okay. How was the score? You predict the score, then, bro? It will be either two one or three one. Two one or three one? Okay. Yeah. Two one. I'm gonna pick that, and I'll say Liverpool will win. 1-3. Now, why would you say Arsenal's going to win? Because of the way these guys are playing right now. Oh, yeah. They, 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 seem, they, seem, they seem to have this this confidence that's brewing. Yeah. The, the confidence that's pretty much going to tell them, yo, we can take on anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Ateta, he's he's also a winner. Like, he he's going he's gonna to push. He's going to push them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they may be getting lucky in these cup games and everything, but that luck... You need a little bit of luck in football. Yeah. Right? But I was saying those cup games, like the the Community Shield, that's not a good game to gauge. No, no, no I'm talking about between. Arsenal against Leicester. The one that just happened two days ago. I didn't watch that game. Yeah, because they were, they were lucky. With Arsenal beat them 2 nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. Arsenal beat them 2 But, uh, no, I, I just... That's just Carabao Cup, though. Yeah. Like, we can't use that to gauge the... Like, but, I, uh, I think what Arteta is doing is amazing. Yeah. But I just don't like Liverpool. Uh, bro. Liverpool's team. Uh, when, uh, wait, wait, wait. Just to give you an idea, Liverpool has just gotten Jota. Yeah. Jota used to be the guy that cleaned up anything outside the freaking top six. Yeah. He, he, he will score against the top six probably. I don't yeah. know. There's probably a stat about that. But anything outside the top six, this guy will clean it up. Mm-hmm. Him and Raul Jimenez, even though Raul scored for it, like any team, yeah. Raul, I think, is the best striker right now yeah. in the Premier League. A lot of people may agree, disagree with me. He doesn't. He, he's technical. He doesn't score he's all the goals, efficient. but he's very efficient. Yeah. He takes his chances well. He strikes the ball well. Mm-hmm. As a pure out and out striker, mm-hmm. in my opinion, he's be- he's better than Vardy. In my opinion, um, Vardy is just mostly pace. Aguero. You know, well, 
outside Kun Aguero. I think Kun Aguero is in a league of his own. I mean, right now, without the injuries, like Kun yeah. Aguero is not playing right now, right? Okay. So, I think Jimenez is a guy. But anyway, Yota used to be... Like, that was like Batman and Robin. Yeah, Yota yeah. was like the Robin of that team. Yeah. And he would clean out anybody else mm-hmm. that was not... If you're not top six, he would clean you out. And yeah. when he played against United, always found a way to score against us. <laughs> that guy's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. Liverpool have that. Then, they now added on top on their midfield. I don't think their midfield is the best part of in their... In their, in their, in their um, in 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 that team, I don't think it's their their strong point, strongest mm-hmm. point. But they added Thiago, a guy who can pass the ball, who can move the ball, who can expand and and, and stretch the uh, the field of play. Yeah. So you have to recognize how good this Liverpool team is. For you to say that Arsenal's gonna beat them on just momentum alone, that's tough, man. Because you're looking at a, a club team. That doesn't need. They don't need momentum. Mm-hmm. They they kill your momentum. Yeah. That's how good of a club they are. You know, a team they the, are. the reason I say this is because Chelsea almost did it. Let's be yeah. honest. Because Chelsea was aggressive. Chelsea was aggressive. No matter what happened there, you would till that red card happened. Chelsea was aggressive, and mm. Liverpool had nothing. So okay. Arsenal, Ateta knows he's not gonna match. He's not gonna match Klopp. No, Mm-mm. he's gonna play a defensive style football and try mm-hmm. to hit them on the counter, and you have Daddy Obama Yang on the left side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, oh baby, yeah, yeah. 30, 31, 31, 32 years old, running. Me yeah, he's still, he's still, he's still. He's like Vardy. These guys just know how to keep going. And on the right side, you got another speed merchant, William. So yeah. both sides, those two, and if they even need, you got Pepe. Yeah. That's another fast-paced guy. Can you imagine a whole? This is why I don't like covering Arsenal as a club. <laughs> a whole Pepe is sitting on the bench. Meanwhile, William, who is like thirty-five, like this guy is old man. He should be putting his two weeks. He's benching Pepe. Yeah, you know, and and look, I like Pepe I, but from Lille. I like him, but, but I'm surprised thing, he's not the same playing. Thing happened in Chelsea. William was making young That's guys true. bench. That is true, but you that know? shows shows you like he's this guy. Rate. His work rate show, is yeah. just. Shows you what he gives to a team and the 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 dimension he offers your team, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, I know how we said we were not going to talk about Arsenal and Liverpool, and we ended up talking about them. <laughs> but we're going to jump over to the next piece here: um, City against Leicester. Uh, this is a game is a bit of a yo-yo kind of game, man. It's Madison playing. That's what we got to. I don't at. think he's playing. And you know the funny thing: City just had an injury. Um, Jesus is out. They don't have any strikers. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, strikers. Phil Foden will play in the striker position. No, you know Pep, right? False yeah. nine. This guy have always wanted to wank himself <laughs> with false nines, bro. He probably be Bernardo. He created that. You know, he like that. he's like, oh no, striker is great. He's the he's the first person. He's not the first. Well, he's he came out himself and said, I would love to play with midfielders all over. If I could play with midfielders all, all over the, the pitch, pitch, I would do it. But you can't. Do like that. you know, you can't. You need specialists, right? Yeah. So now Aguero is out and Jesus, Jesus is out. So now he's just wanking himself so happy that these guys are out <laughs> so he can play without like freaking 
you know, strikers on his team. And let me show them how the game is done without strikers. That's his ultimate goal. I'll show you, you know? the rhythm. I'll show you, I'll the, show rhythm. you the rhythm. <laughs> I see I haven't used that in one of my coaching sessions. I should. Oh, I will show you the rhythm. They'll be like, wasn't it? The coach just watch like, all or nothing Manchester yeah. City? <laughs> coach. And, like, and my players will call me out. You know? I'll, anyway. I'll show you the rhythm. Yeah, but... That, that scene was amazing, though. Yeah. But... but uh, City, if Madison play, if Madison play yeah, for, for Leicester, Leicester I, I think it's out. a tighter game. They, they even played Ndidi as a centre-back. What? In the, in the last Premier League game, yeah. Wow. Centre-back. But it's going to be a close game. It won't be a total no. blowout. Oh, of uh, course not. Maybe City win 2-1. I was thinking 2-1 too. Yeah. But I may say... Leicester win. Leicester just don't have that mentality. When they face teams and they need to win, they just, they just like that's United game. You know, United, you, United. You know what that reminds me of? What? <laughs> Brendan Rodgers and Liverpool. Oh yeah, I mean it's the thing with him. But like that game, that last game against United, yeah. when beat us and you get and United were trash. Mm-hmm. We were so bad, and then they just lost it. It's like, are you guys serious? You guys are losing when it, this is your chance to get into the Champions League. Yeah. They just anyway. So uh, I, I I don't know. I, I'll say yeah, two one. It's hard to not predict. They, City has too many. Manchester City have too many quality. Um, Sterling, even though he's Mister Miss against Lyon, and um, you know um, De Bruyne, they've got like Bernardo. They've got freaking what's that guy's name? Mares Foden now is coming like showing himself. What's happening with Bernardo? Silva? Like I think it was. Um, I think he, because uh, the guys who play with Portugal just came back. Yeah. So, Pep, you know how Pep is. I'll rest you guys. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to play them. Yeah. And that is a nightmare for fantasy. I put Jao Cancelo, hoping he was going to play the last game. And because he's playing in winger now, yeah. he didn't play him. He didn't even put him on the bench. I almost cried. I was like, I could have gotten extra points, <laughs> but I didn't get any points. So, um, Which reminds me, I gotta get my fantasy team. Yeah, up. you guys, get your fantasy team up. But anyway, guys, we are out of time. This has gone over. We've been yapping away about football for about how many minutes? Let I me double check here. An hour and ten or something. Oof, an hour and almost twenty minutes. Yikes. We're sorry, guys. Um, but um, you know, please um, enjoy the show. Subscribe. Yeah, I think it's time we better you know? shut the spizz out. But yeah, it's time for us to go. I got a game tonight, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Next podcast will probably be um, Monday, Tuesday. Around then, yeah. Yeah, around then. We'll cover up uh, some of the games coming out throughout the uh, uh, league. Mm -hmm. Weekend recap. And, um, you know, look forward to the next uh, week. So thank you guys, and uh, have a great day.